And that sunk in. You know, and it says, even if a mother may forget, God says, I will never forget you. Never. Now, let's go back here just a minute and let's think about what I was saying about a mother and her influence on her child. And when that child rebels, how much it hurts. Well, the love of God is even greater than the love of a mother. So imagine how God feels when we rebel against him. And as much as you can recall, maybe, or, or, or think about the time that your mother held you in, your, in her arms and it comforted you. You know, even when you're a toddler, you're, you're running and you fall and you scan your knee. What do you want? You want to run to mommy. <laughs> you want to run to mommy and get a hug and make it okay. Kiss my boo-boo, mommy. <laughs> I mean, come on. And then there's Jesus. He holds us in his arms. He embraces us when we come to him. If we fall, we can run to Jesus just like we did with mommy. He will put his arms out and he will hug us and he will hold us. And he, we can say, Jesus, kiss my boo-boo. <laughs> and he will. He will help us through our difficult times just like our mothers. Now, I know there's some people that didn't have a good experience with their mothers, and I regret that for them. But I will say this. None of us are perfect. (laughs) And I have learned that a lot of the things that I held against my mom when I was younger... When I got older, I realized how wrong I was. I needed that belt. (laughs) Because it taught me how to behave more correctly. It also gave me a desire to not do that again. (laughs) Especially don't get caught doing it again. (laughs) But my mom had such an influence... You know, after I was ordained as a minister, my mom then chose to tell me (laughs) that before I was born, an angel appeared to her and told her that, because she was concerned, she was already, she had bad health with the heart attacks and and, uh, the doctors thought she was beyond the time of childbearing, and I was an accident. (laughs) But it wasn't an accident for God. And the angel appeared and told her, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. The the birth is going to go well. It's not going to cause you any trouble. The baby will be fine. And he will be used by God. She never told me that until after I was ordained. And she said, you know, I had almost forgotten. But when it happened, I realized that's what the angel was talking about. 
I'm asking my mom. I wish that she were here so I could tell her one more time that I love her. But I know she knows. And I'm grateful for the time that I had with a godly mother. A godly mother makes such a difference in a child's life. Today, it is sad to see so many children who are raised in a secular home. They don't go to church. They don't take their kids to church. They don't teach them about God. They don't teach them about Jesus. And then when they're confronted with all this modern garbage that's being proposed at school and everywhere else, they become confused. And they don't have other guidance away from that. It's like the devil is snatching those children's souls right in front of our eyes. And their mother unknowingly is allowing it by not teaching them the word of God. That breaks my heart. Our children are being stolen. But God said he will never forget us. And he has proven it time and time again in my life. All these memories that I have with my mother and the influence that it had on me to ultimately surrender to the call of God to go into the ministry. I fought him for 18 years. When I was in the Navy... Uh, boy, you talk about stupid. <laughs> when I was in the Navy, the first thing you've got to realize is that I was going to the Baptist Church in Henryville when I was 13 or 14. There was a revival. And during that revival, the message just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was under heavy conviction. And I went forward and I accepted Jesus. And I was baptized. Almost immediately after that, (laughs) when I started talking to my friends about Jesus and about my experience and and being baptized, I lost a lot of friends. They started mocking me and calling me, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jesus freak and different things. And so after a while, I dealt with it okay for a little while, but after a while, I just kind of give up. I give in. I didn't want to be a freak. I didn't want to be the one that was an outcast. So I stopped talking about Jesus. Oh, I would still go to church, but I didn't pay much attention because I was playing in the back with friends. But at night, I cried myself to sleep. I was so convinced that there was so much wickedness in the world. And I needed to find a place where there was no sin. There had to be a place somewhere where all the people in this community love God, serve God, and obey God. 
There had to be a place. So I joined the Navy. (laughs) I was in search of heaven on earth. Boy, did I get woke up. (laughs) I went from bad to worse. (laughs) Uh, You heard about sailors before, right? (laughs) Man, it's true, and then some. And I fell into that. I got into drugs, alcohol, chasing women. A lot of stupid stuff that I got involved in. And there was this one guy that was a Christian and he was a minister. And he would come to me almost once a week anyway. And he would say, the Lord wants you back. Why don't you come to church? I'm I'm praying for you. And after a while, I got so angry with this man that I told him, I said, if you talk to me about God one more time, I'm going to smash your face in. And then conviction hit. (laughs) Boy. So, after that, I still was rebellious. And I went with some friends to go party. We went to a campsite, and I'm thinking, man, this is weird. We're out here in the middle of nowhere, and this is the dealer we're going to see, right? (laughs) Uh, So we're sitting around the campfire, and they gave me a Pepsi. And I drank that Pepsi not knowing that they had put LSD in it, liquid 25, they called it. The most pure form of LSD that there was at the time. I had no clue that I was drinking it. But after a little while sitting there, the flames started doing funny things. And then my friend that was sitting on the other side, all of a sudden he just melted and ran down. You talk about scared. I was scared. I took off running through the woods to get away from whatever it was that was there. Not knowing that the there was me. (laughs) And the trees, literally, I was watching trees as I was running by. They were breathing. And then their arms, their, their limbs became arms and they were reaching down and swatting at me. And I was running as hard as I could. And all of a sudden, I hear some people calling my name. And I turned around and looked and smack! I ran into a tree, knocked myself out. (laughs) That was the end of that. But I still didn't stop being stupid. Not yet. The next thing that happened when I was partying is someone give me a joint a marijuana joint that was laced with PCP angel dust I didn't know it I smoked that and I went crazy 
I woke up three days later with blood all over me. And I thought, oh, no. What have I done? Because I could remember bits and pieces. And what I could remember was when I realized what the guy had done, I tried to kill him. Because he had laced that joint. He got in a car and they showed me the car. I busted all the windows out with my hand. I ripped the doors off of that car with my bare hands. He was just slippery enough to get away before I passed out. So I literally was trying to murder someone, but God prevented it, folks. God did not allow that to happen. He would never forget me. He would never forget me. When I woke up from that, and after I answered for what I had done and lost some money and was restricted to the ship for a while, um, <laughs> I had time to think about what I, what I was doing because I couldn't go party. And one night, I went out to the back of the ship. Well, first, the guy who had been after me to let, let him pray for me, I said, I went to him and I said, okay. He said, okay, what? I said, okay, you can pray for me. He said, what? <laughs> he was shocked. But he prayed with me. And that's when everything began to change because I was beginning to surrender. I went to church a couple of times and really began to understand what God could mean. And after that, a couple of nights, I was out on the weather deck of the ship. And the ship wasn't moving anywhere. It was dry dock. But I was standing and I was watching off the water. You could see all the lights of the city. And a warm breeze blowing off of the river there. And I was just amazed. And I was, I was thinking about how wonderful God is. And then somebody says, Mitchell. Nobody calls me that. Everybody calls me Mitch. <laughs> but somebody called me Mitchell, and I'm like, what? And I looked. I couldn't find anybody, and I thought, okay, they're playing a game on me. I went back to my enjoyment. Mitchell. What? Nobody there. Third time. Mitchell. And I realized it was God talking to me. And I said, yes, Lord, because <laughs> I was still not convinced. <laughs> so it was more of a question than a statement. And he said, I want you to teach my word. I said, what? <laughs> he said, I want you to teach my word. I said, I, I, I can't do that. I'm not qualified. He said, I'll give you what you need when you need it. I said, Lord, I, I, you got the wrong man. I just, I can't do that. He said, you can't or you won't. I said, no, I won't. And this is what he said. A rebellious heart 
knows many sorrows. And boy, did I learn what that meant. I got out of the Navy, got married to Laverne, started having kids. All of this was in rebellion to God, folks. All of it was. It was never intended by God for me to go that route, go that path. And as you can see, it didn't work out very well. (laughs) Uh, We're not together. Kids have been through a lot that they shouldn't have ever had to go through. And that's mostly because of my rebellion. But as I started going back to church, that call kept coming. Are you going to submit and go into the ministry? Are you ready to submit and go into the ministry? 18 years I fought. And then one day, as I was praying and I was worshiping and reading his word, I come under such heavy conviction it felt like God's foot was on my chest. And I couldn't hardly breathe. And right then, I knew you either submit or you're going to die. I'm bringing you home if you don't do what I want you to do. And I said, okay, Lord. Okay. Boy, I wish I had done that so much sooner. (laughs) It took a while for me to learn how to really be a minister, and I'm still not real good at it, but, you know, there's a lot to it. But my sister Judy helped me a lot. I didn't like it at the time, but she always told me when I used bad English, incorrect grammar. (laughs) And my mom helped me. She even helped pay for my Bible college. And over time, I have learned that not only is a mother's love so wonderful, so tender, so great, but a godly mother's love is God's love extended through her to you. All of us owe a debt to our godly mothers. And I say, thank you, Jesus. If you have a need this morning, just mind the Lord and come as we sing. Brother Bob. Our invitation hymn this morning is number 394. Just a closer walk with thee. But stand and sing.
missed. Do you have anything else we need to know? Somebody said something. Larry? Can we go ahead and sing number 616? 616. Well, I don't know. Ask the band. Why we couldn't? We need a book. I don't know if Mark can get it on the screen that quick. 616? God is so good, Mark. Book's got it. Book's got it. Book them, Dano. Give us a D chord and we'll go with it. So give us a D chord and we'll go with it. God is so Be sure, if you will, that all the ladies have a uh, a uh, present as it goes that way, please. You're a good man. Don't care what anybody says. Ah, uh, do we have it? Say it. Say happy. <laughs> Say happy. We'll put this up. once before <laughs> all right well again I want to say happy Mother's Day to our mothers and uh, make sure you all get your gift uh, before you leave all of our ladies there should be plenty so 
Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much once again for your love and for your love extended through our mothers. Lord, we ask you to bless our mothers today that they have time to spend with their families and enjoy it. And Lord, we just ask that you be with us all. Help us to remember to extend your love to everyone we come in contact with. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless me. Have a great day.